Welcome to the Education Equals Hope Hopecast. I'm Cameron Vivanco, and today we have a special guest, Julia Garcia, who's been a member of our vision team here in Ecuador. Our Hopecast is designed to keep you, our listeners and supporters, informed about the ministry and life of Education Equals Hope in Ecuador. Let's start now. Hopecast. Learning about the life and mission of Education Equals Hope. Welcome to the Education Equals Hope Hopecast. I'm Cameron Graham Vivanco, the co-founder of Education Equals Hope and the director of the program here in Ecuador. My dear friend Jorge Luis, he is uh, on assignment, so to speak. Uh, we are uh, filming. We don't film this. We record this. We're recording this the last week of October. And as you guys know, if you've been following along, we have a vision team here with us, and then they leave tonight, and we have another team that actually landed last night, which is our counseling team, a team of uh, three counselors and a psychiatrist who have come into Quito to support the staff at Casa Dalia and Casa Gabriel, um, helping keep that staff healthy as they reach out and support the young people in the programs there and the residential programs of those two houses. So we miss him, but we know he's in the right place. But I do have a special guest today. I'm very excited to welcome Julia Garcia to the show. She is on this vision team that um, they wrap up today. You guys go home today. So welcome, Julia. We're really glad to have you. Thank you. I'm so happy to be here. <laughs> Tell us a little bit about who you are and 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 why why are you on this podcast? I am. And by that, I mean the connection. That's okay. <laughs> <laughs> really open-ended. Sorry. Um, so I am from Stewart, Florida and attend church there at St. Mary's Episcopal Church. Wait, wait. And Father Christian had approached me a couple months ago and asked if our whole family would be willing to kind of come down as a, to send a family down. And I said yes, and I went home, and my husband said, um, no, not the, I, have a, I have a four-year-old, a six-year-old, and a nine-year-old. And, and he said, we'll see about just the two of us going. And, and so uh, we talked about it, and uh, we decided – to come down and have been blown away by the work mm. being done here. And really, it's just been an honor to be here. Oh, thank you. Thank you. Um, St. Mary's in Stewart, Florida. Again, um, Father Christian Anderson, who's there, and he's been a longtime friend and partner, and now he's on the board. Um, but he, uh, the connection to Stewart, Florida, you guys helped us launch our virtual short-term meet virtual short-term teams program. And if you've um, been listening to the podcast, you've heard how that's developed and what we do and how we do that. And Christian was a huge part of that. And St. Mary's was our very first virtual short-term mission, um, August of 2020 and changed the paradigm for a lot of us. So we are so thankful and so grateful to St. Mary's for that. And then through that virtual short-term mission, you guys raised 25 thousand dollars through a virtual short-term mission to support Educational Hope and specifically the Church of Buen Pastor. So just incredible that thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. Yeah, and and that was so we are newer members to St. Mary's. So we 
had heard about the short term or the online uh-huh, what did you virtu- guys virtual, virtual, virtual mission trip or experience and yes, did you hear that she corrected <laughs> herself yes I got it and we I actually we were able to watch it as a family and I'm watching it with my girls and they're I'm trying to explain to them but you know they did a good job of you guys did a good job of explaining uh the work down here and as much as you could and they we kind of talked about as a family how we could support it. And they on their own said, well, you know, we can give some money. And I said, Mm -hmm. well, you know, we do have some money, you know, built up in your savings from past birthdays. And so we each, uh, um, all five of us, my husband, my three daughters and myself all kind of contribute and we, um, yeah, make a monthly contribution and it's, um, just, you know, when, when my children could see, oh, it's, it's kids and, oh, it's something that they Mm -hmm. could be a part of, Mm -hmm. uh, so that's been really great for us oh, as wow. a family to be able to participate together. Absolutely. Oh, wow. That, that's awesome. I did, actually didn't know that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> um, thank you. Thank you so much for that. As we look at this, this last week, you guys landed on a Thursday night and today is a Tuesday. Um, what have you done over the last five days? <sighs> uh, it has been just, I, I think... I, I used the word last night um, for me personally, just a witness to, um, for me, I've been able to witness uh, God's hand down here in seeing how you all answer prayers. I think mm-hmm. um, the relationships you all have built have really stood out to me wherever we go. Um, everyone is so happy to see you and, and you spend so much time greeting everybody and also so much time <laughs> saying goodbye, which is great. And I'm going to try to be more intentional about that when I go back. Mm-hmm. Uh, but we have visited several of your sites and, and met with the site coordinators and heard testimony from uh, the children you've helped sponsor. I think mm-hmm. that that's one thing also I've been blown away by is just the children coming up and, and telling their story to us mm-hmm. and hearing that uh, has just been, it's been joyful. Mm-hmm. Um, the stories are not happy stories, you know, um, cir- their circumstances, mm-hmm. but there is in, in all the churches we've been in and, and, all the stories we've heard, there's always just been such hope mm. and such joy and such community. And so we've we've got to visit um, the the different sites and and hear about the missions and and hear the breakdown of how the organization works. Mm-hmm. And it's you know I had read the book when helping hurts before coming down, mm-hmm. and yeah. I was really interested to see like great that's great in theory you know mm-hmm. how does it actually work in real life. Mm -hmm. And I've been really blown away uh, by just how intentional you all are in in meeting the needs at every Mm -hmm. site, Um, but also honoring and the the choices of each individual site to make that Mm -hmm. determination of, you know, how they want to spend that. I think autonomy is a need. It's a human Mm -hmm. need. Mm -hmm. And when you can meet that need, you know, people have, people are happy, you know? Um, so we, we've met at different sites. You guys have also done a great job of building in the touristy stuff. So we've gotten to see several of the sites. Uh, we've had amazing 
meals. <laughs> I think that's the thing. I said I could. I'm gonna miss this, uh, and I'm gonna food. be more. Yeah, I'm gonna be more intentional. Uh, Jorge Luis was describing his mom's lasagna, <laughs> and and he was saying she makes her sauce. And I said, so she goes and gets a jar or a can. She he goes, no, she stews the potato, the tomatoes, and peels them. And I'm like, I'm gonna do that. That's my goal when I go back. Um, be more intentional with my relationships and really start from scratch with the cooking. Oh, funny. Uh, but uh, and then you know we got yesterday to go up into the mountains mm-hmm. and that was went up to Guasaki. Yeah, it's a separate experience and just beautiful and quiet and such I feel like a holy experience mm-hmm. almost. Mm-hmm. Uh, but then every night I I I appreciated coming back together talking about the day, uh-huh. talking about where we saw God, uh, kind of all saying how this has affect, you know, uh, been affecting us and different things we've noticed. And um, it's just been all around just, it, mm-hmm. I, I keep thinking like, I feel spoiled to be here and to be able to be mm-hmm. a part of it. And oh. it makes me want to build that community when I go back that, mm-hmm. you know, there's mm-hmm. such a sense of community and support. So it's been an honor oh. to be, to witness oh. it, to see it. Thank you. Yeah. Um, yeah, that we spend a lot of time on this podcast talking about relationship, <laughs> that life is about relationships and about community. And it's always uh, a gift when teams come and we get to build community within inside the team and then to introduce that community to our ministry site communities um, and the deep rapport that there is almost instantaneously, I would say, which um, I think is just God's grace and gift on both sides. But you guys get to... Um, you guys, she, I just want the record to show Julia's nodding and she agrees. Yeah, yes, I, I am. I, I, there's been a ton of laughter, a ton of jokes. And it's even, you know, in the situation, there'd be some heavy or moments and Chip or John would chip, you know, would, would say yeah. something silly and, and we would all laugh. And it's been, uh, my husband was g- gathering everybody's phone numbers to create a shared album mm-hmm. uh, to, for us to share our photos. And I go, oh, this is his way to get everybody's phone numbers so we can stay in touch because you really do become I think when you I think that it's that vulnerability Mm -hmm. I think when you strip away everything and you're in these moments and it's you it takes you to a different level because when you guys come um this this particular team there are 10 of you yeah and I think there are two from any one place so we have six actually six or seven different churches um and cities Mm -hmm. Present, yeah, and that you you walk in the door and it's everyone starts at zero and it's like what Mm -hmm. what is your relationship where are you going to find the common ground yeah and there's an ability to to go deep fast yeah because everyone's just fully in yeah absolutely absolutely Um, so on a vision team um, a work team you're going to spend most of your time at one or two specific sites. And with the vision team, we try to cast the vision. Mm -hmm. So you guys have gone to two ministry sites every day that you're here. Um, We have a a full day, of course, of the orientation and getting you on the ground and understanding philosophy and what we do and what we expect of you as as you enter into these relationships and ministry sites. And then getting to go to Carmen Bajo and Emmaus and 
um, Casa Gabriel and Cristo Liberador and Gualsaki and Casa Dalia or Esme. Um, and we've had to, of course, it's Ecuador, so there were things that were planned that have yeah. to come to pass. <laughs> and everyone has been super gracious about that, and especially you and George, because um, for a variety of reasons, we were not able to go to Buen Pastor, which is where St. Mary's right. has a deep connection with the Reverend Juan Carlos and his wife, Wendy, and that whole community. Um, right. And the fundraising you guys did for them that helped create a computer lab. We talked about that on the first episode of this season and just what that has meant to them. And still means as the majority of public schools are still online. Yeah. Um, and so, and we've met a lot of students this last week that Oof, they're, yeah. s- they're still <laughs> learning through Zoom and learning on WhatsApp. And but when, when you hear that, when you, that's, you can hear that, right? Uh-huh. But we got to go in to homes and sit with the families and hear the details of that. Mm-hmm. And uh the one family we got to go into, um, the mom has to go to the computer lab, print off her daughter. The um, computer lab, you mean computer? Uh, like internet I'm sorry, cafe. an internet cafe. Yeah, uh-huh. not a computer lab. Yeah, the internet cafe. She has to print off all the papers, come back home, do them, go back, submit them. That's just for one class, and she says those copies were five dollars yeah. each, and. Uh, you know, she has one, one phone and, and that's what she's, the daughter's doing all the schoolwork on. And I'm looking at the, I'm looking at the schoolwork and I, it's putting the, I don't know, I don't know what you'd call the dinosaur period, the <laughs> pa- paleo pa- something. Yeah. In, in, <laughs> that's yeah. A diet. Wait, uh, exactly. Paleontologists study <laughs> yeah. dinosaurs. Um, it, the word's in my brain, but I can't pull it out. Mesozoic. Uh, yeah. Uh. <laughs> well, she had to put it in order and I'm looking at it and and I'm talking to the mom, and the mom, I think she said she had a second grade education. She goes out three times a week to collect to collect garbage. She's that's how she earns, you know, mm-hmm. brings it back. She's a and, scavenger that will go through to get get recyclable goods out yeah. of other people's trash and try to sell those recyclables. Right. And and I'm I'm thinking to myself, so it's not just it's not just printing off everything and bringing it home. It's she's can she even help her child with that mm. schoolwork? And when you just hear it's, you know, I, I kind of said the one thing that made me realize is, you know, the one thing we all shared uh, connected us was the pandemic. We all mm, experienced yeah. the pandemic, mm-hmm. but it just really brought it into my view of how differently we all experienced it. Mm. Was it, you know, at home? Yeah. I had to kind of help my kids with schoolwork, but I had, you know, I was able to have different devices and, Mm -hmm. and a printer at my disposable disposal and my education, you know, I could help my child with her schoolwork. And I, I know different, uh, sites had said that, uh, the, um, which one did we go to yesterday? And they said, uh, no, well, maybe it was the one the day before everyone's blending together. Uh, where we did that. We cooked in everyone's homes and yeah. So into groups. So they had two different computer labs and in each computer lab, they had, you know, 15 kids and all the kids would come and there'd be tutors and what a, Mm -hmm. like what a, to have that set up though, like, you didn't even know you were preparing for that. And then mm-hmm. the pandemic hit. And then to have that, mm-hmm. I mean, if that's not a miracle. Right. Right. <laughs> God saw around that corner and, and rescued them before yeah. they knew that. There I was mean, a to have coming. that. And you think back and you're like, oh my gosh. And so it's just been really eye opening just to see um, 
the difference in how they experienced the pandemic. Mm-hmm. And then even how, uh, is it, is it okay if I speak to how you guys kind of stepped in? Yeah. And yeah. so that was another thing to realize was you guys spoke about, all the families spoke about how when they went into martial law, nobody could leave their house mm-hmm. and how, you know, at my house, if we can't leave our house, great. You know, I have a f- pantry full of food, mm-hmm. you know, maybe we're cooking this, you know, different things, you know, from the pantry every day, but I'm not worried about feeding my kids. Mm-hmm. These, you know, when they shut things down, they were already living, you know, not, you, you know, Hand to mouth yeah. To begin with. Mm-hmm. And all of a sudden that shut off. And then it's, how do you, you know, uh oh, you know, like we're, we can't even eat. And then hearing how you guys had everything kind of in place to shift mm-hmm. and say, okay, now we need to move to like a relief. Uh-huh. Like this is an emergency situation. And just the number of lives that were touched um, by that and, and, by having all of that kind of mm-hmm. network already in place, who needs help? Who do we need to get to? Mm-hmm. Um, the family that I was um, able to cook with uh-huh. um, that, you know, they lost their grandfather mm-hmm. during that time. Yeah. And, and Michael and mm-hmm. yeah. And um, Veronica was just opening up about how difficult that was because Mm -hmm. first of all, they all got it at different times. So they were sick for over three months. So they couldn't leave their house. And, and, um, Juan Carlos was saying that they were just bringing them, uh, food and then supplies and knowing that they needed that. Mm -hmm. And what a gift that was to have that you know, they were going through this terrible time, but to know, like, you, they had this community that they could reach out to. And, uh, but also, too, you know, just hearing her talk about how her, you know, she's still struggling that her her brothers and sisters kind of blame her. Huh. And the fact that she was willing to share that with me, mm-hmm. you know, I, I don't want to say it was like a gift, but the fact that she was willing to um be that vulnerable. And I was talk about, talk about it. Yeah. And I was, it just, you know, and eventually she's telling the story and she's kind of crying and there was a moment of silence and I'm like, can I, can you ask her if it's okay if I give her a hug? Because what else can you do? You Mm -hmm. know, but then, but then listen to their story because there's, which is hugely valuable, right? We all have a story to tell. And just, uh, we were talking about this last night in debrief, the fact that you would be willing to sit with her and listen and that somebody cares, Mm -hmm. um, and again, lending, lending and empowering um, one another and sharing what God um, has done. But, yeah. but a team going to her house is, is a huge deal and that you would sit um, and the power that you, that you have in your life, that you would be in that with her. Yeah. Um, that was an honor. That was a mm-hmm. gift to me. Mm-hmm. What are ways that uh, the houses that the house visits you went on here, the houses here are similar to your house and what are ways that they are different? Well, how are they not different? Uh, first of all, my house is a lot bigger. Everybody has their different living spaces. Uh, here, when you when you walk in, the, it's very small. You could have in one room the kitchen, a, a small table maybe, and and the bedroom, and the uh, kitchen is just maybe a sink and a very small two burner stove. Uh, one of the homes I went into had 
a refrigerator. The other one did not. Mm. Can uh, you imagine life without a refrigerator? No, no, I cannot. Uh, not I can't imagine life without a dishwasher. So <laughs> that alone. Uh, but uh, and and the bedrooms have. Uh, just a lot of stuff because you'll have more than one person living. When you say bedrooms, I haven't been in a house that has more than one bedroom. So I'm, right, is that you just mean the space with the bed in it? Well, what I mean is quote unquote bedroom. So maybe the bedroom is divided by a curtain, or in in, in our case, it, there was an armoire kind of blocking it, and then it was just a bed. When I say a bedroom, a literal bed. Room. Well, I wouldn't even say a bed space. Bed, sp- there bed we space. There you go. It's a bed space. There's a bed space, uh, <laughs> and then you know, a wardrobe with everyone's clothes in it. So, mm-hmm. uh, and you know, very some things up on the wall, but but not a lot of things. Mm-hmm. I thought it was nice. The the one family I went into that I uh, that hosted me uh, had a very nice shrine built to, um, I believe. Um, their grandfather. Oh. So there was pictures mm-hmm. of him, and his his ashes were there, and yeah. that took up a big a big space uh, for them. Yeah, I'm sure that we could um, talk for a long, long time. There are a lot more details that I would love to unpack, um, but mostly I want to say thank you, thank you, Julia, thank you that you and George came down. Thank you, St. Mary's. Thank you, Father Christian and Anastasia. Thank you, thank you, thank you for the partnership, the long, long partnership. Um, with St. Mary's and and looking forward to what's to come. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> and, and more. thank you for allowing us to be a part of it. Thank Absolutely. you so much, and and the work you're doing down here is truly amazing, and um, mm. truly I feel like a testament to to God. Mm. I mean, really, you're doing God's work down here. I'm telling you that. <laughs> thank you, and you do it well. <laughs> thank you. Yeah, thank you. If you would like to be a part of the Education Equals Hope team, please go to www.educationequalshope.org and find the Donate Now button. We are so thankful to be able to give away these micro scholarships and see the transformation in lives and generations. So thank you for being a part of that. If you'd like to be a part of the Vision team, we have one every October and every February when, you know, when there's not a pandemic. (laughs) The next one um, is scheduled to be February 17th through the 22nd of 2022. February 17th to 22nd. If you would like to be a part of that, please send me an email at Cameron at EducationEqualsHope.org or Celeste at EducationEqualsHope.org. We're so thankful for all of you and we look forward to seeing you next time. Bye-bye. Thanks for listening to our Hopecast. If you want to join the mission or know more about it, please visit our webpage www.educationequalshope.org or check our YouTube channel and Instagram with the same name.